Hello and welcome to Stuck at Home History. Today we will be discussing the IB Extended Essay. Now no doubt the infamous EE haunts the mind of any pre-IB student. And if you're in grade 11, you've now been tasked with an assignment that seems daunting and even insurmountable. However, this really isn't the case. Obviously, this is a somewhat foreign endeavor for you, but it will definitely be one of the most rewarding achievements you will have accomplished by the end of IB. This podcast episode is going to lead you through the steps of writing the extended essay and some of the lessons I learned while doing my own. Now it's time to look choose a topic. Pick something that is well-researched and where there is a lively debate to be found within the historiography. First, you want, you're going to want to look up some surface-level overviews of the topic, so to do this, check out some history textbooks, some documentaries, some podcasts to get a good grasp of the overall topic. Then look for some secondary search literature. Um, to do this, search up your topic in databases like JSTOR or Google Scholar to find um, historians who've written on the subject and scholarly papers on the subject. You want to also make sure, of course, that this is a topic that you would personally find interesting enough to write a 4,000 word essay on. Also, if you're taking IB2 History next year for grade 12, I would strongly recommend looking at the, um, the IB his- IB2 History curriculum to see what sort of topics you're going to be covering next year and to see whether if you, you can research something for your EE that would help you next year to write your exam on. This will definitely prove a huge advantage for you next year. Also remember to keep in mind the scope of the topic. It's probably not advisable to do a topic that spans over 100 years, since you only have 4,000 words, and while that may seem like a lot now, it really isn't when you include all of your writing and analysis and evidence. Also, feel free to discuss this with your supervisor. They can probably help to guide you towards a feasible and reasonable topic. Okay, so next, you're going to want to really try to delve into the secondary source literature. So you've done a bit of research already. You know who some of the major historians are who've contributed to the scholarship. So if you're having, if you started reading their work and you're having some trouble trying to decide what, what exactly their interpretation is, it's sometimes helpful to look for reviews of their work or articles that are responding to this historian's work, because this can really help to give you a good summary of what their argument is. However, don't let this um, stand in for actually doing your own research. You want to make sure to read their actual work so that you understand and the entirety and the nuance of their arguments. Um, so as you're doing this, you're also going to want to try to start creating a timeline of events. This should allow you to help to establish some key or central events within your topic that you can maybe focus on as when in your body paragraphs. Um, as well, you're going to want to keep an eye out for primary sources, which are really essential and great ways to either present or, or bolster an argument. Often these can be found on government websites and textbooks, um, but they can also be very common in secondary source literature, so keep an eye out for these. Next, you're going to have to formulate a research question. So to do this, you're going to want to look at the historical thinking concepts which, to which you were introduced to in grade 10. So think about what you want to focus on. Is it cause and consequence? Is it historical significance, ethical perspectives, things like that. And this should really help you to identify what you will be arguing about in your essay. And of course, to formulate a research question. 
And now that you have all of this done, you should create an outline. Formulate what your body paragraphs are going to focus on, what events you might want to be analyzing in your essay, and try to establish which historians you will be citing and what evidence you're going to use. And once this is done, you are ready to start writing. Now we're on to the writing. For this section, I'm just going to give you some recommendations for how to structure your essay. Um, this is by no means obligatory, but this is the way I did it, and I think it might be helpful to know one way that you can organize your essay. In your introduction, give a fairly in-depth overview of the entire event or topic, going from beginning to the end of it. After this, introduce your research question, and then go on to outline the two historical perspectives. Um, citing the names of the historians that support these two perspectives as you go. And finally, end off with a directional statement um, showing the, the format that your essay is going to follow. And now that we're on to the real body of the essay, let's go through an example of body paragraphs to see how you can possibly structure your paragraphs. Um, so first, outline the event. in a Try to be as unbiased as you can. Um, in this part, you're also going to want to try to incorporate a few primary sources as this can help to shape and focus the analysis. Um, then introduce one um, perspective of the historical debate and give the views from the historians who support this um, interpretation. Try to ensure when quoting these historians that you give their evidence for their interpretation, not just a statement of opinion. And then obviously do the same for the other perspective. And something that you might want to try including in here is incorporating some evaluation of the val values and limitations of the sources that you are using. Now, if you've done grade 10 history, this probably sounds familiar to you because it's the OPCVL, Origin, Purpose, Content, Values and Limitations. Now, you want to avoid merely looking at the origin of the speaker and you want to focus on their methodology and how that contributes to the usefulness of the source. So look at the evidence that they used in their source or how they argued it. Did they use a lot of primary sources? Are their secondary sources merely limited to one perspective? Um, and things like that. So try to include some of that in your essay as well. And then finally, in the conclusion of your body paragraph, you're going to state the conclusion that you came to and why you came to it by briefly explaining the evidence in your essay that led you to declare this. And then, so you repeat this for all of your body paragraphs, and then you finally come to your conclusion. In your conclusion, again, you're going to go over all of the debates, all of the body paragraphs where you explore different aspects of this historical debate and the different events and topics within it, and explain, briefly explain, why you came to the conclusions you did for each of those paragraphs. And then, finally, you're going to say what, you, what your overall conclusion is at the end of this essay. And there you go, that is the extended essay. But wait, there's actually something else that no history extended essay can be completed without, and that is the citations. So, now your footnotes. Make sure to check out how to do Chicago-style citations on Al Purdue, which has the formatting for all the different types of sources that you may be using. 
Um, and maybe one of the best pieces of advice that I can give you is to add the footnotes as you work. You do not want to have to go through the whole essay after you've written it, trying to assign citations. So do it as you go. Trust me, you do not want to leave this to the end. And there you have the extended essay in history. It is certainly a time-consuming endeavor, but you can definitely remedy that by getting started as soon as possible. And don't forget to ask your supervisor for advice. They're there to help. And finally, enjoy the process. This is a chance for you to show off your self-guided research and writing skills. And once you've accomplished this 4,000 word essay, you're going to feel so accomplished and so proud. So get to it and good luck.